I put people who may or may not work together in on a daily basis in the same room, and by room that could be virtually or or face to face, and give them challenges, tasks, a competition, and a common goal, so that they can organically bond, if you will, and and so that the team building happens organically. Hey, hey, hey! My name is Christy Yoder, your podcast host. I am the founder and CEO of Smart VAs. Can I tell you a secret? I am obsessed with teamwork and delegation. I consider myself a lazy entrepreneur, not because I don't like working, but because I always find ways to do things in the most effective way. I was born and raised in Manila, Philippines, moved to the States, and grew my virtual assistant agency from one person to more than 40-plus team members as of this recording. I was able to grow my business 10 times more after I hired my first virtual assistant in a span of 3 months. That's why my goal in this podcast is to help you grow your business by giving you fresh perspectives on delegation, up-to-date proven business strategies, and by interviewing successful entrepreneurs to teach you how to scale your business while living a freedom-filled lifestyle. So, are you ready to become a master delegator? Let's dive right in. Welcome to the Master Delegator Podcast. In today's episode, I am joined by Matt May from Premier Team Building and Interactive Experiences. In 2009, Matt founded Verve Central Productions to provide quality entertainment and services to its clients and audiences through special events and entertainment, theatrical production, creative and business consulting, and education. And through the company's team building division, which is premier team building and interactive experiences, collaborative programs are delivered to clients nationwide and internationally. That is just so awesome. And Matt, has also produced and facilitated hundreds of large and and small group experiences. And as the company's president, he is responsible for the design and development of its team building and interactive experiences, overseeing the production and facilitation of these programs, customer support, and staff training. Today, he is going to share why you need to take the fear out of team building, why team building is not a bad word, what positive team building experiences entail, when and how to host a productive team building experience beneficial to everyone on a team and many more. This is something that I'm actually personally curious about because I have a team of virtual assistants. We are all online and we have about almost 60 virtual assistants now and culture and having my team members engage uh, with everyone is so important to me. So I'm really excited to learn from you, Matt. So why don't you kind of tell us a little bit about yourself? Although I kind of made an introduction for you already, you know, Uh, if you want to add more, go ahead. So I'm curious to know, how did you become an entrepreneur? What do you exactly do and who do you serve? 
So, um, first of all, thank you. You couldn't have, I, I can't make myself sound any better. You did a great job. So thank <laughs> you for that. So when people ask me, what do I do? My quick, short answer is I put people who may or may not work together in on a daily basis in the same room. And by room, that could be virtually or, or face-to-face and give them challenges, tasks, a competition, and a common goal so that they can organically bond, if you will. And, and so that the team building happens organically. I don't believe in pounding, you know, beating a dead horse, pounding it over your head. Um, some clients want to do debriefs after. And if we do, that's fine. But I say, don't get too, don't get too cerebral because when you do that, that's what people take away and they don't take away the exciting, positive experience they just had. So that's what I do. Um, How did I become an entrepreneur? My parents ran a business in our home, well, when I grew up. So I guess I have the entrepreneurial spirit in my blood, if you will. I I did a lot of different things in my adult life. And ultimately, I I landed here. And I've been doing this full time, more or less, for about the past 11 years. uh, And I love it. So, And there was a third question. What was your third question? Who do you serve? I serve anyone and everyone, uh, nationwide, uh, internationally, it doesn't matter. Uh, And it can be virtually, as I said, or face-to-face. Awesome. When you said you put everyone in a room, I'm like, that is a difficult job. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's easy for you because that's what you're doing. To me, I'm like, because not everyone is the same. I mean, they have their own um, differences. Some may be extrovert. You know, I am an extrovert. So if, if you put me in a room with a lot of people, man, I'm going to be like, oh, party. If you put an introvert in a room, that person would be like, I'm out of here. How do you do that? Well, literally, you put them there and then... <laughs> And then you lock you lock the door. They don't have no, a choice. Don't have door on somebody. But so I touch. I just released my first book, and it's called "Take the Fear Out of Team Building." And I touch on this a little bit. And you know, for people like you who are extroverts, the it's like, oh, great! What are we doing today? I can't wait to find out. What are we? Yay! 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 Woohoo! Rock on! And for people who are introverted or maybe a little fearful or have nervousness or all of the above, it's not. It's a cause for anxiety and nervousness. And so again, it's a matter of, to me, making it about the shared experience and making it fun. We as humans are competitive by nature, right? What do we start getting early on in our childhood? What do we want to earn? We want to earn or win good grades as we go through school. And we get those, or excuse me, earn those for doing good work, right? Well, it doesn't change as we become adults. We want to earn a bigger paycheck, right? The lottery, People play scratch off lottery because they want to win something. What's the mother of it all? The Powerball, right? Or the Mega Millions, whatever it is. People like to win stuff. So if you put, and people are competitive and competition is healthy. There are some people who say, oh, no, no, anything that's competitive is not team building. Well, hold on. There's no reason that you can't have some friendly competition among each other. Now, if you have a group of 100, you're probably going to be working in a smaller group of maybe 10. Those 10 people are definitely going to be working together and building a team and uh, improving collaboration, communication, et cetera, while 
competing against the nine other teams. So it's all in good fun. But if you make it about a game or fun, that just enhances everything. Now, I know fun isn't necessarily a metric that people use in business, but uh, look at Mary Poppins. Look at the song. In every job that must be done, there's an element of fun. You find the fun and snap the jobs again. Boom. Why shouldn't we have fun at work if we can? Why shouldn't we enjoy the people that we're working with, right? Right. Exactly. And I know like I've been a part of a company where we had where we had like team building almost three times a year and I enjoyed it. But I know that some of my colleagues, they didn't like it. You know, they just joined the team building because they, they were asked to join and it's also paid. So why not join, right? Free food. So if you are a business owner and you know that you have members or team members that are that are introverted, like how do you make sure that they don't feel forced to join a team building? Like what how would you entice them, if I may say? Well, I mean, that's a loaded question. And I'm probably going to get in trouble for, for my answer. <laughs> if, I, if you're a business owner, my feeling is you want to increase your bottom line. How do you do that? By having happy, productive, collaborative, communicative people. How do you get people to join in team building? You tell them you have to be there. This is something we're doing as a group now. The ch- the, that's how you get the people there. It, it's it's a mandate, period. I, I don't mean to sound like a jerk, but that's that's what it is. Now, it's what happens there that causes the people who may be trepid about being there to not be the next time and not leave with a bad taste in their mouth. And one of the biggest things you can do, in my opinion, is hire professionals. So many times people try to do team building on their own because they think, oh, I can do this. Okay, knock yourself out. And it doesn't get the result that is hoped for, whether it be by the boss or a committee or a board or whatever. And so that's the biggest thing, in my opinion, hire people who know what they're doing and that you click with. There are team building companies all around. There are They're all over the place. Do some research and find the person you gel with. Do you want to be with more of a boutique person or a firm? Do you want to be with a larger corporate firm? It, it, there's room for both and both exist. So figure out what works best for you and your comfort level, but make sure you use people. One of the other things tagging onto this is charitable programs. People you know, Give back. If you can give back, even better because there's an inherent goodness, right? People feel better about that. But going on this, I love charities. I am not talking, I'm not talking smack about charities at all. But I have heard more than one where a client will say, oh yeah, we worked with such and such last year. Oh, how was it? Not good. Well, why? Well, because we just worked directly with the charity and it ended up being an assembly line, just stuffing bags. There was no competition, no fun, no team building, no camaraderie. It was okay. So the charity got what they wanted. And again, I'm not talking smack about them. They know what their mission is. They know how to do touch to serve their people. They don't necessarily know team building. So partner with a team building company who can work with that charity you want to benefit. Yeah, which which I totally agree 100% because, you know, it's part of delegation. You're kind of delegating something that is not really your expertise. So if you know that you don't know anything about um, team building, Find someone who can do that for you. So I want to talk about virtual team building. How exactly do you facilitate that? Ah, that's the million dollar question these days. So when the pandemic hit, my initial thought was, oh my goodness, now what do I do? Because face-to-face 
experiences are done, at least for the immediate and possibly foreseeable future. So one thing that my team and I decided was we were not going to invest 50 grand in an app that somebody had to download. Why? One, anybody working on a a work computer was going to be told by their IT department, don't you dare even think of downloading anything on a work computer. Number two, we, we don't, our belief is to provide talent hosted interactive experiences. That's what's important. Not fireworks and graphics and dancing people and I mean, race cars. Look, there's a place for that, but that's not what we wanted to do. We wanted people to interact. So we realized both of those things very early on. We also learned that some people are not as computer literate as, as one might think in 2021 or even 2020. So how do we make it easy? So we focused heavily. Uh, we, we developed a number of programs based on our face-to-face programs. Some of them we've taken off the books because it just, it, ugh, it wasn't working. We tried A for effort. We're very proud of that. But what we really focus on are games, a lot of game shows. We have Whole Pandemonium Virtual Edition, which is our version of a family feud-like game. We have a Name That Tune Virtual Edition. We have Hip to Be Square, which is a tic-tac-toe game a la Hollywood Squares, the old TV show. Um, Our newest game show is Steal or No Steal, and it's based on deal or no deal, but you actually are playing for charity. It's our one virtual experience that is focused and designed specifically for charity. Doesn't mean other ones can't uh, benefit charities, but this one was. So it's, again, getting people together, interacting, having a good time. Right. So those virtual games that you just mentioned, those are all facilitated by your team, right? Correct. Yes, that's the thing. We'll never give you an app or say, go to this website, have a good time, make sure the check's in the mail. We facilitate them for you. Which I like that because a couple of months ago, I was trying to look for like um, an interactive online game that I can have my team members use. And I saw something, um, but I'm like, okay, I don't understand the mechanics. Since I don't understand the mechanics, I don't know how to explain this to my team members. So I'm like, just forget about it. So it's it's nice to have somebody, you know, facilitate the virtual team building because sometimes you just don't know how to do it. And sometimes you don't have the time to do it as well and to study how to do it. And it is time consuming. So I, I really appreciate you saying that. And yeah, that. It's, it is time it's- consuming really is. It's not something you, it's not people say, oh, I'm going to throw a party. And then how come it didn't turn out to look like so-and-so the event planner's party? Well, because so-and-so the event planner does it every day and you don't, right? So, and there's nothing wrong with asking for help. And again, going back to people who do this on a daily basis. And that was the other thing. Our talent hosted experiences guide people. We walk you through it. So there's no chance of failure. Now, you may lose the game. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> that, that you still will have succeeded in the experience with your colleagues. Exactly, exactly. And I love the part where you have somebody just facilitate the game and you can sit back, relax, and watch everyone have fun, you know, yeah. instead of. Yes. However, I would challenge you to say, don't do that. Participate. Yeah, I love participate. It. <laughs> I love it. When people who are in HR or the boss or whatever, 
say, oh, no, no, I'm playing too. Because usually I get stuck having to organize all this and, and they do the organization with me. But then they say, oh, no, I'm going to play. Awesome. Inevitably yeah. awesome on the winning team. I don't know how that always happens. And people say, oh, you think that? No, I didn't. I promise. That's why he or she is the boss, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So how big a team should be before they can start, you know, a team building activity? As far as I'm concerned, there is no number. It's it's Look, you want a team of two to work uh, exceptionally well together just as much as you want a team of 2,000, right? So start early. It's my opinion. Now, it may not be a structured team building. Do you need to do that? I don't know. If you have two people, we'll talk. Call me. We'll talk. But... <laughs> My feeling is it's never too early. And we facilitate experiences for seven, six, seven people all the way up to the thousands all at the same time. Right. Yeah. So you've been in this industry for for too long now, and I'm sure you have already observed a lot of different you know, companies and team. What do you think is the difference of a team with a team building activity and without in and, and a company without a team building activity? Well, I think the bottom line, again, ultimately is affected. There was an article in Forbes several years ago that said team building is the most important investment you can make. Now, Forbes magazine is a pretty good magazine. <laughs> and if they're saying that or they're publishing that, I'd like to think that they probably are on to something. And I, I personally believe that they are. I mean, it's we, we've seen it, it, we've all had jobs where people don't get along or don't communicate or they're isolated. And it, it's not it maybe or may not be a happy work environment. But and we as worker bees may not know how the bottom line looks, but it, it's it's proven that people who work together increase productivity. They are happier. They, you know, increase the bottom line. It's like um, in Legally Blonde. Now, it's been a long time since I've seen the movie and I'm a theater guy, so I don't remember if the line is in the movie or not, but I know it's in the musical that when um, Elle Woods is defending the woman on trial, Brooke Windham, who's an exercise queen, she says, exercise raises endorphins. Endorphins make people happy. Happy people just don't kill. Well, by the same time, happy people are more pleasant to be around. Their energy is up. They're more productive. It's a make your team happy. Have some fun once a month, once a quarter, once every twice a year, whatever. And you're only you're it's like the, the well, what used to be. And I, I there was this company out in San Francisco that's a major Internet company. And, you know, we use it, them a lot daily and their culture was there are games you can go play ping pong during your break you can go you know very open cafeteria you can go get coffee if you keep your employees happy you're gonna increase the bottom line if you keep your teams communicating and collaborating you're going in a fun happy manner you're going to increase your bottom line yeah that's so true and i think that's the biggest problem here in the states right now a lot of people are are leaving their job even even before the pandemic you know and that's because they are not happy they probably feel that they are not they they probably feel that they are not important they're not valued they are they're not um getting the attention that they need and probably they don't get along with their co-workers 
All of that is definitely possible. And it goes back to that quote from Forbes, team building is the most important investment you can make. It's an investment. It's an investment in your people and your company. When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now. Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i strongly agree tell me about how you because i'm pretty sure you're not the only one who's doing this right you're the president of your company i'm sure you have your i don't know if it's okay to say this like your little minions that you you, (laughs) that you say what (laughs) collaborators and yes exactly there, um, your team members. So how do you delegate within your team? Um, it, it, it really depends upon, I play to people's strengths, right? If I know someone is more cerebral, I'm more likely to utilize them in a more cerebral activity. If someone is more athletic, I'm more inclined to utilize them in a, a beach games program or a, a, a lawn games field day type thing. If I have somebody who's a great host MC, I'm more likely to use he or she um, for a game show. So playing to people's strengths. Also, quite honestly, availability factors into it right? Who's available when? Because uh, because we use such talent-hosted, uh, talent people, because we use talent that is specialized, they're all freelancers. So part of it depends upon who's available when, but that's how we're able to get the best people because we play to our, our facilitators' strengths. Now, then there's the, the sales side and the, and the people who are really great at creating. And I've got people on the development side who help develop new programs and whatnot. So like anyone, and I mean, I help play to people's strengths. Mm -hmm. That is, that is really good because you have, if you know your team member's strengths, that means that you have built a relationship with them already because you know them, you know, their strengths and weaknesses. So tell me about the book, take the fear out of team building. What's what's in that book and what inspired, what inspired you to write that book? So I'll tell you what's not in the book. It's not a book full of activities that you can use for your team. With that, there are some at the end and an appendix that are free, simple, fun, that only require email if you want to do something virtually. However, if, if you're looking for team building ideas and activities, that's not the book. The book really tells you some of the things I've touched on today. It also talks about a, a poll or polls that I did several months ago getting people's perceptions of what team building is. For some reason, team building has a bad rap and and people have bad opinions of team building. And so I wanted to find out what those were and then find out why they had those opinions. And it seems that people either had bad experiences or they just haven't, haven't been in a good experience. So they're thinking, oh, it's paintball and zip lines and trust balls and watching uh, slideshow presentations of how to work together better. Well, yeah, 
maybe it's not what I do, but sure. But that's not all there is. So the book really touches upon when to do it, where to do it, um, hire professionals, like I talked about already. And it it touches upon a number of examples that, that real life examples for me, as far as this is good to include, be careful if you're going to do this. Again, it's all with the idea that you're working with a professional, but it, it, things to avoid if you're tasked with it and things to take it. So it's really for the person who is tasked with uh, producing or, or presenting a team building program for their company or somebody who's about to go in one and says, okay, what do I need to keep in mind mm-hmm. for myself? Perhaps because, because I'm somebody that doesn't, that's an introverted person. Okay. If I keep this in mind, then I will, I will likely succeed and enjoy it more. Yeah. Right. And I feel like, I mean, to me personally, I feel like this is an eye opener for me because since I am an extrovert, I didn't know that introverted people feels, you know, um, anxious about team building. I, I thought team building is something fun. Everybody likes it, but not in reality. So I feel like this book is really good for those who are thinking of organizing a team building. But again, if this is something you're not experienced in, hire somebody who can do it for you or who can facilitate it for you. So have you had any experience on outsourcing or hiring virtual assistants? Any experience that you want to share? And if you haven't yet, why? I, I no, I well, a virtual assistants, like administrative assistants, no, I haven't because I haven't had the need. Mm-hmm. Okay. But when it comes to like delegation, that is something that you have for sure have done so many times because you've had your business since 2009. Right. I mean, I'm blessed that I have been, I have encountered, whether it's been by happenstance or seeking people out, great colleagues and people. I'm also very fair to my um, my colleagues and, and people that I work with. And I pride myself on that. Mm-hmm. So they, I, I like to think they want to work with me because I treat them right and I take care of them. So fortunately, I've been very blessed with that. And and that's not to pat myself on the back. It, it really is. I'm appreciative of it. Yeah, I mean, I believe that. I mean, just by seeing you right now, I mean, I feel like you're you're a nice person. You know, you you joke oh, a lot. Boy, I feel like we can be buddies. Or, or what? I told you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this has been great. Um, I mean, I feel like I can dig deeper more, but maybe in the future. So what? where can people find resources on how to like do a team building or what kind of games they can do if they only have like a small team? Uh, there are there. Amazon has plenty of books um, and and the web, the internet. You can find there are resources out there if you if you let your fingers do the walking, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm old. I'm old fashioned. That's what we used to say when we used phone books. What? Yes, a phone book. Let your fingers do the walking. Um, they're out there, but even smaller teams, if you, if you have the budget, hire somebody. You're just going to get so much more out of it if you utilize somebody who or a company that does this on a daily basis. No different than if, if you're not an electrician, you might replace a circuit in your house by yourself, right? You're not going to rewire your entire house if you're right. not. So why... Why is that any different? And that's one of the challenges that I that I find is people say, oh, well, it's just games. Okay. I'm sorry you think that. I'm sorry you feel that way. <laughs> that's true. Games are hard to play, especially when you don't know how to do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so where can people find you online? 
They can find me at premierteambuilding.com. Facebook and Instagram are both Premier Team Building. I'm on LinkedIn. Twitter is Premier Team BLD. So I'm all over the place. But the easiest place is premierteambuilding.com. And there's a contact form and a phone number to get in touch with us. Uh, And I'd love to hear from people. Awesome. Any last words of wisdom that you can share with our audience? Oh, haven't I shared enough? Uh, (laughs) I want uh, more, Matt. (laughs) Uh, Team building is not a dirty word. Don't forget that. It's not a bad word. It's not one of the words your mother taught you never to use. So don't have that misconception in your head. Mm -hmm. That's right. I love team buildings. Anyway, this has been great. Thank you so much for your time, Matt. Thank you, Christy. Hi, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to show your appreciation and support, please consider buying a coffee for me at buymeacoffee.com slash Thank you for your support and see you on the next episode.